The Words with Chris and Drew podcast is part of Podnose, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. For episode archives of Words with Chris and Drew and all of the shows on the network, visit us at www.podnose.com. You can also follow us on Twitter by at Podnose or send us an email by admin at podnose.com. And so we're back from outer space. You just walked in to find us here with that sad look upon our respective faces. Yeah, season four. Go! Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? It's February. It is, yeah. And it's pissing down and it's cold. Yeah, and it's threatened to snow today as well. It did. And I thought, hey, January's finished. Hooray. It'll no. suddenly be sunny and nice again. And no, none of that happened. completely dashed. Yeah, right. Thrown to the four winds like yeah. all my other dreams, aspirations. <laughs> That's a bit heavy for the start of the show. Uh, start as we need to go on. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> oh, I've missed this. I missed it. Right, so should we just quickly explain the changes? Yeah, because I mean, uh, apparently some of you were not happy with the format. <laughs> no, I think the format was fine. Oh. It's just one specific part of the format that was... Uh, Which part would that be, Chris? <laughs> Your joke. Andrew's joke of the week is no more. But, take that look off your face. What look? The, that look of despondence. Um, we have a replacement. At the end of every episode of this season, we haven't figured out a name for this yet, but Andrew's going to retell an Aesop's fable. Yeah. If you're not familiar with him, then he's a Greek philosopher, man, who did a lot. <laughs> but... I had uh, he made up a load of bullshit stories, basically. Yeah, to teach us uh, teach us valuable life lessons. Yeah, and I used to have a book of his. I had uh, the book of Aesop's Fables as a kid, and uh, I feel like Andrew could uh, retell him in his own way, teach us teach us something. So instead of making everyone you know miserable at the end of the episode by telling an awful joke that goes on for too long, you can teach them something. I'm 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 already shocked and appalled and outraged (laughs) at this. Um, This is like. This is yeah. like um, this is going to be like when they introduced new Coke in the nineties. Well, because now, what? Well, because we've changed the, yeah. the joke. Yeah. There was actually a, someone holding a placard at the time saying, "Our children will never know refreshment." <laughs> that is ridiculous. Our children will never know laughter. Well, we don't because don't after, after, your, after your meddling, well, how many your how malcontent? Much, I don't remember laughing that often at one of your jokes. To be fair. Wow. Just fucking wow. <laughs> uh, all right, another change to the format is, uh, obviously, as you know, this week we asked everyone for questions uh, to do with animals because each week we're going to have an actual topic uh, instead of just letting everyone go crazy with their questions. 
because this and I feel it's worked because we had a lot more questions this week than we usually get. <laughs> so yes, I think we, we made the we, right we choice. Have, we have been a little bit inundated this time, haven't mm. we? You lot were gagging for it, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, we left them. We we left it for like over a month. Yeah, well, so that's far too long, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, each week there'll be a topic. This week it's animals. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got yeah, we got loads of questions. Um, oh, we've also got a feature. We're gonna hopefully have a feature each week as long as we think of one each week. There's a feature this week. There is. I haven't been told about this. Oh, well, we're about to. <laughs> All you need to do is guess uh, guess the animal noises. <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm gonna later on. I'm gonna play you five noises. Okay. Scary noises. And bloody hell. Yeah, the scary animals. And uh, you've got to guess what the animal is. Okay. Sound fun? That sounds amazing. Sound enjoyable? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, uh, yeah. Um, so, apparently, apparently, Chris has a funny story from today. Oh, it's not really a funny story as such. It, well, it's just, right, I'll just, I'll just cut to this, cut the bullshit. You know I love a good pun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, today, I had the opportunity to deliver a pun, but I had to hold back. So, yeah, I went into the cafe earlier. Um, to order some teas and that. And um, Attila, the nice man who serves me every day... Is he actually is, called uh, Attila? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was cutting up, and, it, and um, he had a mountain of mushrooms like, in front of him. He, there was, like, two, like, entire chopping boards full of mushrooms. And... Could have <laughs> cooked breakfast. Well, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, these will keep us going for, you know, a few days or a few weeks, or well, I don't know how long. But, um, you know, I was dying to say, like... Oh, there's not mushroom on there, mate. Like, okay, right. I see you looking at me like that, but I held back. Right, I did hold back because, like, you know, when someone's doing something and they like, you can tell he's been doing it a while as well. Um, because well, because of the amount of mushrooms that were there, I was like, he's either going to get really, he'll either laugh, which mm. I would be my intention, or he'll just look at me like, fuck off. Like, you haven't just cut up like all the mushrooms on earth. So I held back. So <laughs> I'm warning you now, we're we're about to do a whole episode on animals, and um, I need to uh, I need to claw back some credibility. So you're going to be oh right. Yeah. <laughs> was that was that the first? That one? was the first one. Yeah. Remind um, me why Andrew's weekly joke is no longer a thing. <laughs> Come on, man. Puns are funny. No, Let's not pussyfoot around it. Nah. <laughs> no. No. Oh, oh well. That was another one, I just realised. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> right, well, you know, I've, we've, got to, we've got to make this a roaring success, so uh, let's get... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, I love this. Right, let's, let's just start. Let's just start. Yeah. We've got so many questions to get through, and we've already wasted six minutes. Yep. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's crack on then. All right. The first question, Katie Golding. Hey, Katie Golding. Um, she wants to know, if you could be anyone's cat, whose cat would you be? <laughs> If I could be anybody's cat. Yeah, so, so like, someone owns you. Right. Does, it, do they, does, does this person have to already be a cat owner? Or can uh, I just sort of like... It could be anyone you want, but just give a reason why. I mean, there is, uh, there is some, obviously, there's some famous cat lovers. Yeah. Um, Ricky Gervais is always with his cat. That's true. So you know he'd either annoy you or treat you well. Um, David Bowie. David Even Bowie. though he's no longer with us. Bowie's he, not um, with us, sadly, no. Uh, he had a song called Cat People as well. He did? So, mm. Mm. Okay. Apparently Christina Ricci as well is apparently... A cat person. A, a cat person. Is she really? Apparently. Good God. 
Yeah. Well, I never knew that. So well, those are all well, fine choices, I suppose, aren't they? Yeah. But, you uh, can go far wrong with what? What is it? What do cats need, though? Really? Well, well needs are fairly simple on a fundamental level. Yeah. I don't, do they need love? <laughs> uh, they need affection, I think. Do they need it or do they demand it? They demand it. Yeah. So you know, you you need an owner who's you know affectionate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willing to lavish hours of attention on you as and when you want it, basically. Yeah. Because cats are not shy about expressing this. I've, no, this is true. You know, you've had cats before, haven't you? I have. Yeah, they're not. Uh, if they want, if they want your attention, they will just. They'll get, get it. it. They'll, they'll get, get it. it. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah. Even even if you're not really in the mood to talk to them, they'll find another way of yeah. doing it. Like Bertie, he you know when people are ignoring him, he just starts knocking over bins. Bertie's one of your cats. Bertie is one of my cats. Yeah, mm. yeah. Bertie is not a human. He's uh, yeah, that's he's some a cat. guy that goes he's just knocking some, over bins. He's just some jerk who lives at home. And <laughs> yeah, knocking over, knock, bin knock over the bins. Talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's going to be you when you're older. <laughs> just knocking around, going around, knocking over bins. Yeah, someone that's talk to me. Listen good. to my jokes. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> well, this is a, another good reason to reinstate it. Frankly, oh, yeah. for my sake. No, because to I avoid won't. to avoid that horrible fate. You know, uh, I wouldn't mind. Um, so what else do cats need? Food, an unlimited supply of food. Okay. Because cats are always hungry. This is another. So fact. yeah, that's that's true. So you know. Uh, and don't don't be John Goodman's cat. <laughs> don't be John Goodman's cat. No. Why not? Because <laughs> he'll, he'll, be he'll eat all the food. <laughs> yeah. Does he eat cat food? I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, he's, That's he's, libelous. John Goodman does not, as far we, as we know, uh, yes. does not eat cat yeah, food. Yeah, our lawyers have just advised us that we have <laughs> yeah. no legal basis to make the claim no. that John Goodman eats cat food. <laughs> so we're off to a good start. There we go. We've already uh, already alienated one famous person. Yeah, there we go. Well, I already made a joke about him in one of the other seasons. So Did you? Yeah. I can't, I can't remember what it was now, but I definitely remember saying like something about him. Maybe John Goodman would be a very good cat person. Maybe. You don't know. Do you want to be John Goodman's cat? Why not? All right. Let's I'll, be, that I'll be John Goodman's cat. All right, just, to, just to prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah. For fucking up my weekly joke <laughs> thing. I didn't fuck up the joke, all right? I made a decision, all right? Well, we whatever. Freshen things up. Buck stops with Finnis. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Well, if anyone wants the joke back, then, you know, comment. Yeah. But, yeah, I won't hold your breath, mate. Um, next question. Jan... Tamburello. Hello, Gianluca. Um, he says, if you could combine two animals, which would you combine and why? <laughs> combine them? Yeah. Like the top the top half one animal, the yeah, bottom yeah. half the other. Oh, man. That's a, that's a tough one. Mm. Um, I'm not entirely convinced I would ever want to, to be perfectly honest with you. Just really. out of curiosity, you know. Um... I think most most animals, most extant animals, are you know perfectly good to begin with. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, there are some which millions are, of years of evolution. I mean, <laughs> quite I mean, there are probably a few that are a bit crap. You know. Like what? What's a crap animal? What's a crap animal? Uh, wood lice. They're, yeah. They're a bit crap. They're a bit crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Well, okay. What, Wasps, what could they're you... crap. Yeah, they are crap. crap I think we can all agree on them. So what, what, what could you do, for example, what could you combine a wood lice with to, to make it. it better? Yeah. Uh, Let's help the wood lice. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you have to just kind of eliminate things. 
What? Do you, you just want to get rid of all the woodlice? No, I don't want, wouldn't want to get rid of them, but I don't think mm. they can be improved, really. I just think they're, you know... Give it wings? Eh? Give it some wings? Flying woodlice? Jesus! <laughs> Would that make them better? No. Come it on. might make their lives better. Yeah, I'm sure they'd love it, you know. Yeah. But I'd like to have wings, but... Yeah, yeah. you're not qualified, I don't think. Well, and the fucking woodlice is, apparently. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Just, you know... Think about it. Actually, there was George will probably know about this. Actually, in, in mm. one of the Red Dwarf novels, <laughs> they they um, there were a load of animals which were sort of composite animals. Right. So it's just combined animals, much in the yeah. way Jan's suggesting. Yeah. There was one uh, such. There was one creature called a snug giraffe. And what's that? It's basically the body of a slug. Oh. The le- you said snug. Snug giraffe. Yeah. yeah. The legs of a giraffe. <laughs> right. and like the neck and head of a cobra so it's like a snake a slug and a giraffe all at once that's mental yeah I can't remember why it was there I can't even picture that it's yeah. too weird but uh, <laughs> I mean that one's pretty good yeah yeah alright do you want to just leave that there yeah you can't there's no there's no two animals you've ever fought they, well that's, they that's, that's three did Jan specify two is that the stipulation uh, he did, yeah he did say two well Jan you need to start setting your height sights a bit higher mate you know <laughs> Alright. Why stop at two? Yeah. Go large, you know? Oh, okay. The sky's the limit. Alright, cheers, Jan. Um, Kimberly Grange. Hi, Kim. Alright, um, <laughs> right, this is an old one. Go on. Um, would you rather fight 100 duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? I'm sure we've had this one before at some point. I think we have, but I actually did some uh, research on this. Did you? Because we had it before, and we, I don't think we actually came up with a very good answer. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fancy that. Yeah. Uh, I did actually look up um, what a few uh, actual scientists have said about this. Good God. Right, but there's one, there's one thing I want to point out. This really made me laugh when I read it. Okay, so this guy, Dr... Kevin McGowan. Oh, you actually have their their yeah. credentials there. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he? he's he an or, he's an what is it? An author or check it in. It's my writing. You won't be able to read it. Uh, Doctor Ornithologist. Or? Ornithological. Ornithologist. Ornithologist. That's the one. There we go. At Cornell should, University. I should probably write better. Anyway, yeah, he said um, ducks are nature's wusses. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a scientist saying this. Um, he, he said that their their bite is actually pretty pointless and feeble oh. because um, yeah, because the duck's beak is quite flat. Um, ah, right. The the quite a wide surface spread area. over a large surface area. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this really made me laugh. At the end of that, he wrote, "Bring on your biggest duck. I'd stick my finger in its mouth." <laughs> yeah, that was in that was in there. Like and I, I, it's like you, he said what he said about the beak and the bite being pretty useless. Mm. We didn't really need to know that he wants to stick his finger in their mouth. Well, like, I think I think he was saying I he's, he pro- was he's saying, trying to prove a point. I think he was just saying he'd stick his fingers in because he wouldn't have any fear of losing them. Yeah, I, I know, but said. it's like why? Like we get it. It just it, to me it just came across as like he's got something against them or like he's just he's just really like. You pussies! I'll put my finger in your mouth. Bring it on! Bring it on! And it's the fact he said, "Bring on your bigger duck." So he's like, even including it does, it does a horse-sized like, duck. Yeah. Now that you mention it, it does sound a bit antagonistic. Yeah. It's it? like what? What's he? <laughs> there's no point. The one one thing he did say was, um, a duck could a, a horse-sized duck could get you in its beak and dunk you under the water. Bloody hell! To, to drown you. But he said, other than That's that, nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, a duck's uh, bite is not not all that scary. So he mm. was like. 
I think the point he was trying to make is he'd much rather face a horse-sized duck. Okay, but what about, was it a hundred duck-sized horses? Mm, Did he have anything to say about that? Um, there was another guy oh, okay. who had who was uh, to do who had something to do with horses. Um, I think he also agreed that he'd rather take on a duck, the horse-sized duck. Um, what was it? Uh, no, wait. Where was it? Oh no, no. This was still on the duck. Oh, he's, he, he has. There, he had more about well. this guy. Had more about that. He said that um, he was then talking about. Because this guy was really trying to say, there's no way a, a horse-sized duck could hurt you. Okay. So he was also saying, even if it, there was no, there's also no threat from it flying at you, because he was saying if you, what was it? If you needed, um, if you did have a horse-sized duck, um, for it to fly, it would have to have wings a hundred times larger, because right. that's the, apparently how the physics of it work. You can't just scale it up and it would then fly. It oh. would need. For that size, it would need a hundred times the size. So you'd have of to, wings. Pr- you know, so his its wings would have to be disproportionately yeah. larger. Right, that's interesting. Yeah, see, right, right. The the words research team has yeah. been in the case. But yeah, both these guys were saying like, yeah, I think the horse guy actually did say he'd rather face the duck because he'd only have to focus on one thing. Whereas if it was the hundred horses, the size of ducks, mm. there's a bit too much going on. And I'm just, I'm, just, I'm still trying to like imagine what that would look like. A mm. hundred, you know, duck-sized horses. Well, ducks. I mean, would I'd... that be intimidating? Well, <laughs> I mean, I suppose the, the the biggest thing you've got to worry about with horses is their kick, right? That's what he said. Right. He said and their feet are generally the danger area. Yeah. So, like a, a duck-sized horse, could it kick you particularly hard? I doubt it. Because they're going to be tiny little legs, aren't they? I mean, if there's like a hundred of them doing it at once, then that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, just all mob yeah. bundle. Bundle. <laughs> I mean, if they knock you down, then you might be in trouble. Because if they, they knock you down. Because yeah. then every part of you is, is in kicking height. Yeah, there you go. And that might be a problem. But yeah, I, I mean, I initially I would I probably would have said I'd go for the horses because oh. I could probably just kick them all. Well, you but know. Now, they, now the well, scientists they, have said Yeah, there said, you I'm go. I'm kind of thinking maybe I should take on the duck. There you go, Kim. Science says the duck. Yeah, take on the duck. You have a much better chance. All right, um, cheers for that. Um, uh, Dan Finnis, my brother. Good God. Yeah, you got a question this week. Um, hey, Dan. He said, if you could, I quite like this, if you could change the size of an animal to ride into battle, <laughs> what would you choose? Uh, I actually had a dream once about something similar. I can't wait to hear this. What were you riding on? This, this was a previous cat of mine. What, and it was giant? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Basically this this was a cat called Emily mm-hmm. who was who was a tortoise shell. Right. And I don't know if any of you if there are any cat people who listen who've ever had a tortoise shell cat. They're usually quite bad tempered a lot of the time. Mm. It's just something in the breed, something in the genetics or whatever. Yeah. Um so she was a marvellously stroppy cat. You know, she'd yeah. sort of hiss and spit at the slightest provocation. But she never did anything. She yeah, yeah. she never actually attacked anyone. Um, but on one occasion I had this really 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 weird dream where she was literally like the size of a lion pretty much right and so I saddled up as you do and <laughs> yeah. it was, it's dream logic you know right, yeah. it makes sense in the dream saddled up and uh, was sort of riding around attacking people with a cricket bat <laughs> A cricket bat. Yeah. Oh my god, what an image. I mean <laughs> I don't know why a cricket bat. Well you know. when I when I saw this question, the the first thing I thought was what could be better than a giant scorpion to ride on? 
Uh, yeah, I suppose. I, I mean, suppose if, if it was you... Can you train a scorpion? A, if it, well, let's just say it is. If it was me on top of my scorpion against you with your cricket bat on top of your giant cat, yeah. who do you think would win? Well... The scorpion... I, ne- I never said the cat was the best one. No. Would you think the scorpion would win that battle? Uh, because it would just straight away chop your cricket bat in half with its pincer. That's true. Probably knock you off and hold you down with the uh, with its pincer, and then stab the cat get, to death get with the its old, tail. With the old tail, yeah, yeah, difficult one, really, isn't it? Yeah, difficult but that was one. what I. That's what I would choose. I think a giant scorpion to ride on. What about what if I could have a giant snake? Oh, okay. Because snakes, I believe, can strike faster. Mm, yeah, from a standing that would be, position. That would be interesting. Okay, so a giant snake to ride into battle. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty terrifying. Yeah, it would actually. actually. Bloody yeah. hell. <laughs> Bloody hell. So um, there you go, snakes and scorpions. Yeah, That's that would be our choices, I think. Um, all right, thanks for that. Um, Emily Walton. Hey, Emily Walton. She simply just said, platypus, what's that all about? Now that's a crap animal. <laughs> is it though? I don't know. Is it? Right. Well, well, actually, to, oh, here you go. You've the done. words research team is on the case. Jesus. <laughs> well, I found out one. Okay, there's there's obvious things with a platypus. Yeah. Okay. It's got a a, a, a bill like a duck. Nah. Uh-huh. It's got webbed feet like a duck. It's got like it's got a beaver's tail. And it's got an otter's body. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing I didn't know. Well, actually, two things I didn't know. One, the males are venomous. Really. That apparently they've got stingers on the on the heels of their back feet. Good God! That can like you know inject venom. I didn't know that. That sounds that makes them a little bit more. Does that make them better to you? Because you said it was crap a minute ago, but now it's well, I'm going to have to revise that. Yeah, don't I? In the face of this research. Yeah, apparently as well. Um, they're one of only two mammals that lay eggs. That's quite a claim to fame for the old. What's the other platypus. one then? Um, and what was it called? And it's a weird thing. It looks like a hedgehog, but it's got like an like an anteater's like nose. You mean it's a, like a, echidna? Echidna, that's it. Yeah. You, you've heard of echidnas before? Uh, no, I haven't. Right. Until today. Knuckles. Is he? What is he meant to be? Knuckles from uh, yeah, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. He's meant to be an echidna. That was my recollection. I've never heard that. That's crazy. Look it up. Probably, I mean, to it's be probably fair, on Wikipedia. I'm, I'm sure Doug Cousins could probably answer that one straight away. Oh, probably, yeah. Doug, uh, get, back Doug to us. get back to us. Is Knuckles and the Kidna? I'm fairly certain he was. Right, well, there you go. So, I mean, I don't know what else Emily wants to know, really. Yeah. Like, she just said, what's that all about? So, yeah, they're mammals and they eat, like, apparently they eat insects and larva and shellfish. And, uh, yeah, that was all I could get, really. But well, I, I think they're pretty unique. Wow. There you go, Emily. That's. That's answered your question. Yeah. <laughs> right. Moving on. Old Drew is beginning to feel a little bit superfluous here. That's oh, really? Says. Well, yeah. you know, I've upped my game yeah. for, this, for this season. I'm, I'm contributing. Um, well, Mike Raven. Just words with Chris from now on, I think. Well, no, the, the, you're going to have to do. You're going to have to answer this one. Matt Raven. Oh. What kind of accompaniment to pork makes the best sausage? And he said this that is, this is he an said question. that pork is pig, so uh, it's, uh, it's an animal-related question, apparently. Yeah, technically, I suppose it is. So come uh, on, answer Rab Raven's question. Rab Raven. <laughs> yes, quite. Oh, Rab has got a question coming later that does involve food as well, by the way. Don't worry. Don't well, worry. I wasn't worried. No, I'm just making sure. Okay. Um, leek, pork and leek sausages, you ever had them? I don't think I have. No, they're very good. 
Is that the best? Well, um, to be honest, I mean, I, I never really... Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Pork and leek. I think you've got to have a small amount of wheat rusk in there as well, otherwise the whole thing just falls apart. Okay, that's fair That's fairly important. But not yeah. too much, because obviously you know, the really cheap sausages, Yeah. what they do is they just pile it full of wheat rusk mm. and not so much meat. Yeah, that's not good. And yeah, it makes a... Yeah, it makes a sausage, but it's not a particularly meaty sausage. No. And yeah, meaty sausages are important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, cheers for that, Matt. Um, all right, Carl Smith. Hey, Carl. Which is his sort of food related? Which animal have you never eaten that you'd like to try? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, well, I remember, I remember um, the, the walkabout. They used to do a kangaroo burger, didn't they? Yeah. Never actually had it. No, I never had it. I and, had, and, um, and now I haven't been in a walkabout for years and I feel like I might have missed my chance. Well, this is, this is funny actually because this seems to be an Australian thing that they like to eat. It might just be because they've got, you know... Plenty of them about the place. Stra- they've got stranger animals yeah. over there than we do. So the, to them, eating a kangaroo probably is like us eating a sheep. Yeah. Maybe. But then there's, or they, I'm sure they have sheep. <laughs> but, it's, it's New Zealand that have got most of the sheep. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, apparently in Australia they also eat crocodile. Nice. I've never um, had crocodile. No. But apparently I, it's... Lots of meat in the tail, I guess. Apparently it tastes like a mix of um, crab and uh, chicken. Mm. So it's sort of like fishy chicken. <laughs> okay. And apparently it's like that. quite a delicacy. Really? Uh, yeah. Could eat. I, could, I could, yeah, I could go for that. <clears throat> they eat snake in America. That's a little bit stranger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Any I don't know if I'd want to... snakes or like all of them? Oh, well, apparently, um, southern fried rattlesnake. Bloody hell. Yeah, apparently they boil the meat off of the bone and then dip it in egg white and stuff and then season it with, like, salt mix or something. And that's what they but eat in... Uh... Yeah, that's uh, southern America. No. Southwest America. Southwest. But yeah, I don't know if that, that I don't don't think that appeals to me very much. I had like an, I've tried you know jelly deals. I've had one of those before. Oh no, they're, and then, they're, they're, yeah, they're dreadful. That was horrible. Uh, like well, I don't know. I mean, would but they, this is the thing. When I had that, there was the bone inside, mm. and when I bit into that, it really put me off. But when they're saying they boil the meat off of the bone and then fry it, that <laughs> might be better. If you didn't know it was a rattlesnake ahead of time, and they just said, "Here's some meat and some indeterminate piece of yeah." yeah. <laughs> Would, yeah. it, would that make it better? Maybe. But then yeah. I've had this before with snails. Oh, like no. someone, someone gave me snails before but didn't tell me what it was. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I was like, yeah, it's nice. And then they went, it's snails. Escargo. And I went, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like, Never talk to me again. Yeah, and I was sick. But I think it was more of the it's psychological thing, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, this is, this is why a lot of people won't refuse to touch black pudding, isn't it? Well, yeah. I absolutely love black pudding. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... But yeah. you just have to kind of put... When I first heard about what it was, I... Was absolutely appalled, you know. Yeah, I know, of course, but it's pretty I nice. I'd, I'd, I'd give, I'd give uh, rattlesnake. I mean, I, th- I, I like to imagine. I like to think I'm fairly adventurous with food. Fairly, fairly open-minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's not much I won't eat. Yeah, like I mean, there's certain things I don't like. Like you don't. Uh, I think I don't like coriander. Yeah, I was I just about don't to like say the flavour. You're insane. <laughs> All right, coriander's amazing. Uh, no, I'm not a fan. Those things they put in curries, the cardamom seeds or pods or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. I know they're not meant to be eaten they're, they put them in there for yeah don't eat them yeah no but like you know and sometimes they put them in and you don't notice it's in there and, and you bite it and they crunch them fuck me I hate that that's horrible 
Okay. That's, but yeah. Yeah. So were you uh, saying you you want to try kangaroo? I'd try, well, I'd try the rattlesnake, the kangaroo, and the, rattlesnake. And and the crocodile. You'd just eat anything, wouldn't you? Not anything. <laughs> I mean, you know, I have a fairly well-documented hatred of baked beans, for one thing. Well, yeah, me too. Yeah, well, yeah. quite right, quite right. All right, well, cheers for that, Carl. Cheers, um, Carl. Joe Kennahan. Hello, Joe Kennahan. He says, flying badger or land shark, which would adapt better? Adapt. Yeah, well, straight away, sharks can't live on land, so I think that's pretty fucked. They, well, I think he's sort of presupp- let's presuppose for sake of argument that it, it can. It grows legs well, or something. Then, yeah, but fuck, that would be terrifying. It would be, but they can't really get around that well. Well, if it had legs, it could. Oh, you mean it would like if it got legs? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. In that case, if we're saying that a shark can breathe on land and it's got legs, then fuck me, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's Would he have two legs and run or, like or a four, person? Or four legs. Or four. Or maybe eight. Like, oh, God. Like a spider. Oh, my God. Wait, right, spiders uh, only have six, don't they? Is that... Oh, no. Spiders I fucked have, up. Yeah, spiders have eight. Yeah, it's eight. Insects have six. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm muddling up my spider, my arachnids and my insects, aren't yes, I? Yes, you are. Like um, a complete fool. But fuck me, man. That's a terrifying image. Yeah. A shark with eight legs running around. Screaming at people. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming at people, his mouth open wide, like... Yeah. Well, what about this flying badger? What's he up to? Well, I don't know if you've ever encountered it. Badgers are bloody vicious things, you know? They get pretty big as well. They do get big, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. flying around, <laughs> that's... God, weird. yeah, dive-bombing people. Mm. That could be... I mean, that would be, that would be a menace, but I think, in the grand scheme of things, I think they would be more manageable than eight-legged sharks. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you've added the eight legs. Well, that was just you know just riffing, you know, just yeah, spit, just spitballing. Fair enough. But I suppose the question wasn't which one would we find more terrifying. It's more who would adapt better. Yeah. Well, I guess there's less adapting for the badgers to do because the badgers can already live. Yeah. In land, can't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, they just have to grow wings and figure out how to use them, really. Whereas sharks, sharks it, would be, more it would be a complete game changer if they had to become land animals, wouldn't they? Yeah, this is true. Um, so I guess... I'm guessing the badgers. I, I, my probably... guess would be the badgers, but God yeah. help us if the sharks ever figure a way out. Yeah. Because if they do, we're fucked. We are fucked. Um, cheers for that, Joe. Um, Adam McJarrett. Hey, Adam McJarrett. Um, he wants to... Right, this is it. Three pros and cons for cats and dogs. And he said, let's let Chris and Drew settle the argument once and for all. Well, you're more of a dog person, really, aren't you? Um, or are you? I don't know. I, it's, it, is a, it is a hard question. I mean, I, I, there's, there's obvious arguments for dogs, which is they're more loyal. That's the one that I hear a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, cats, they just... They could fuck off and then come back. Oh, they, they frequently do. Yeah, whereas... Do- that's the thing. I think dogs are just more... You know, they're more of a companion, whereas a cat's more of a... I don't know. They're a bit more of an oddity. They're just kind of there when they want to be there. Yeah. Well, cats... <clears throat> uh, I mean, there's a saying that cats... Dogs have owners and cats have staff. Yeah, that sums it up pretty well. Um, I, can, I can live with that. You know, one of the things I like about, <clears throat> uh, about cats is that, you know... When they, you know, sometimes when they jump on you and you, for whatever reason, you're like, no, don't jump on me. I can't deal with this right now. You sort of just shoot them off. And they give you a look that says, oh, all right, son of a bitch, but I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just that sheer arrogance. Yeah, that's it. Cats you know, are. It, it means that it's actually quite <clears throat> difficult to sort of wound their feelings, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they, I mean, they get upset in the short term, but, you know, half an hour later they'll try again. 
Yeah, this whereas, is true. Whereas a dog, I think if you did if you did the same thing with a dog, they'd be really, really upset for weeks, probably. Yeah. You know. I did actually, well, <clears throat> I did actually do some more research on this. <laughs> of course um, you did. Yeah. Um, apparently, the the uh, scientific answer is cats are, right. better, are better than dogs. Okay. Um, the, do you want to know why? Go on. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Um, here we go. Scientists can, can confirm cats are better from an evolutionary, uh, evolutionary perspective. Um, there's no evidence that um, dogs have wiped out a single species of cats. Whereas uh, <laughs> cats, yeah, yeah, no, it says cats have played a significant role in making forty different dog species extinct. What? <laughs> Seriously, what? right? Now, apparently, it's partly to do with retractable claws. Believe it or not, ah, dogs presumably don't dogs, have them. Dogs don't have them, so theirs get worn down a lot more. Whereas cats only get them out when they are going to kill something or they're climbing, I guess. Um, so I guess they're a bit more ready mm, and they, they this is this is the whole point they they can <clears throat> they can uh basically hunt more efficiently so technically cats are, are more you know they'll probably be around a lot longer than dogs in the grand scheme of things well there you go wow but that's obviously the you the, could knock me down with a feather yeah that's just the scientific term i mean if we're talking about you know which which are better which for the you, house animals? Which to have. are you more endeared to? And I think that, I think that even that fact sums it up. Yeah. They're, they're the underdogs, quite literally. <laughs> was that one of your puns? No, that wasn't. Okay. but you know, I mean, I, I think a lot of it just depends on what you're used to as well. You know, because mm. I mean, I um, growing up, it, we never had a dog in the house. No, there was always cats. So that's kind of what I. That's what I know. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. And I, I don't dislike dogs. No, I like dogs a lot, but I've never actually owned a dog. No, so, fair yeah, well, I've had both. The whole, the whole experience of like looking after a dog would be completely new to me. Yeah, and would well, take a little bit of adjustment. I just think, yeah, generally, dogs are more friendly and like they're like you know when you come home from work or something, they're so excited to see you. Whereas a cat will just look at you like, no, oh, no, you're back. No, normally, well, the cat will make a song and dance, but it's because they want their dinner. Right, it's not really because they want want to hang out with you. Or yeah, something. exactly. They're using you. Yeah. Oh yeah. The thing is, with cats, I know you know exactly what you're getting out of the relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's uh, yeah. Again, it's subjective, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Like, yeah. fair enough. So we can't really set. I mean, I can. We can settle that argument on the scientific evolutionary level. Cats are better. Yeah. But you know, when it comes to taste, well, there's no accounting for taste. No, there's not. Is so there. there you go, Adam. Thank you. Um, right. This is the weirdest question, and surprise, surprise, it's from Jason. Um, Almighty. <laughs> he said, if you were going to have a midnight forest party in the belly of any animal, what would it be and why? In the belly of any animal? Yeah. Well, a midnight it, forest party. It would have party. to be quite big, wouldn't it? Because mm -hmm. you need enough space to have a proper party. Well, yeah. I mean, we're thinking blue whale. Well, because that's literally the biggest thing, isn't it? Yeah, so that would be like, you know, well, having a party in the O2 arena. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's because blue whales can swallow the O2 in a hole, as we know. <laughs> yeah, another fact. Yeah, yeah. They have to constantly watch out for them as they swim down the Thames. Yeah, yeah. Looking to gobble it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you have an answer for this? I mean, really, realistically, I don't think I can improve on the blue whale. I mean, I suppose the only problem is that with blue whales, obviously, they swim around a lot. So, <clears throat> you know, you might... You might inadvertently at one point find yourself upside down, or yeah. like, can blue whales go upside down? That's a good question. I'll get the research team onto that, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, well, 
I suppose the thing with blue whales is because they're so massive, they can go quite deep, can't they? Yeah. And for that reason... Well, apparently we very, have no idea where they go. They're very... Di- stuff, they're very so. Exactly. They're so... Diff- yeah, people don't... Have they haven't actually seen blue whales breeding. Is that, I don't think so. I mean, no, that's an Attenborough thing, that isn't, isn't it? Of course it is, yeah. Because they, yeah, people don't really know. Where do they go, do you think? Do you have a theory on this? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I'm assuming it's di- so deep that that's why we don't know. Like, we have mm. no idea, because it's too deep. They like a bit of privacy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, fair play. Yeah, can't argue with that. But yeah, we've got, I mean, are we just, are we choosing the uh, the blue whale's stomach in a I forest? Suppose. Yeah, and plus. Keep in mind it's in a forest, so you're going to have to like, it's going to have to be. to eat some trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the plus side, if you're, if you play your cards right, you might get to see where they breed as well. Yeah, you might You'd do. be the first living person to find that out. This is true. You'd probably um, also be the first living person to have a forest party inside one as well. I, I can, I'm pretty sure you would be, yeah. Um, Alright, cheers Jason. Well done Jace. Alright, we'll do one more and then we'll do the feature, okay? Alright, so the next question is uh, Rab McLennan. Ah, Rab. We've kind of touched on this a little bit already, funny enough. Um, he said, what would be a good replacement for pig to eat? Um, kangaroo, alligator, snake or platypus? Well, we've he established that the platypus is lethal. Yeah, venomous too. Yeah. But then so are some snakes. And kangaroos. Yeah, well, this is true. So three of the things he suggested... So literally like, all those things will fuck you up. Yeah. So Mind you, alligator. A, a, a well-motivated pig could also ruin it. <laughs> a well-motivated pig yeah. could ruin a your prop- day. <laughs> a properly motivated pig could really ruin your day. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Have you seen you the should... size of some of them get to? Oh, yeah. yeah. Massive bloody things. <laughs> anyway, the big boars with the big tusks oh, and yeah, whatnot, yeah. they'll... Oh, and they will kill you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Quite brutally. Disembowel you. Yeah, literally. Um, but then saying that, so could um, a an alligator a and kangaroo. a kangaroo. Um, These are all quite lethal, aren't they? So which one... I mean, if we're talking in the terms of like the way that we farm pigs as well, you'd need to be able to farm one of these for mm. it to be sustainable and all of that. So, I mean... That's true. Snakes, Do alligators, snakes? kangaroos... Well, you could... Uh, uh, well, apparently... Um, well, I suppose the other thing is as well. You'd have to. I mean, alligators we... are actually farmed. Oh, that was another thing I found out. Good God, they are in uh, which one? Where was it? Yeah, in uh, yeah, in Australia they do farm. Oh, crocodiles! It says they mm. farm crocodiles to eat. Yeah, well, so it's possible. Slap my thigh. Yeah, I'd rather not. No, that was, <laughs> yeah, well, it's a it's a thing. It's a figure of speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I suppose you've got to consider the ways in which pigs are prepared. For, as food, you know, yeah. so you know, you do roast pork or sausages and bacon and uh, ribs as well. You couldn't do ribs of snake. You couldn't do snake ribs, could you? Uh, no. Could you do alligator? They'd be ribs? pretty feeble ribs, wouldn't they? Could you do alligator ribs? Maybe. I could don't you know. Do platypus ribs. Platypus ribs. Platypus sausages. Well, snakes actually would be probably quite easy to turn into sausages. If you think about it, because they're already sort of tubular in nature uh, already, yeah. aren't they? I like your thinking. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> maybe you'd have to like do you'd have to do one of each. So the snakes would have to be the sausages. Yeah. Uh, what was that? It was my the sound on my uh, Kindle for the feature being turned on. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, snake sausages, platypus ribs. Roast alligator with crackling. Yeah. Uh, crocodile, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other mm. one? 
Uh, kangaroo. Kangaroo. Kangaroo uh, pouch. <laughs> rashes of kangaroo. Would that yeah, work? I mean, I don't know if you could choose between them, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just pick one. There you go, Reb. Yeah. The world is your oyster. Take your pick, Reb. <clears throat> right. It's time for our feature. Woo! Andrew has to guess animal noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, apparently, these are the top five scariest animal noises. Um, I should say one of them, I have listened to these, That's, they are a, f a couple of them are quite similar, one of them has a really big giveaway in it, but yeah, you might get them the wrong way around, so we'll see, we'll okay. see how you do. So, first one's coming up now. That's a killer piano. Oh, you can't see the screen, here we go. Any idea? Well, it's a big cat of some kind, I reckon. Do you? I reckon, let's say, let's say that's a tiger. You think tiger? Yeah, why not? It's actually a wolf. Is it really? Yes. Huh. I've just realised I've picked the wrong video, but we'll just... Uh, you donut. Well, it's, it's still five animals. They might not. Oh, here we go, second one. That's a tiger. It's terrifying. It is. Yeah. Okay, you got that right. Did I? Sweet. All right, number three. It's a lion. <laughs> yes, that was a lion. That's two out of three. It's okay, not bad. Not bad. This one, okay. Bloody hell. I know, right? Jesus Christ on a bike. Okay. What the hell was that? So what were you saying, bear? Yeah. It's actually a gorilla. Oh. Oh. Fucking terrifying. Alright, so this is the, this is the last one. I was about to say it's a T-Rex, but that's not It does sell that one. What do you think that was? Uh, nah, go on. Crocodile. That was a crocodile. Yeah. yeah. I think the gorilla's the scariest. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's proper yeah. fucking... Like, let's just recap the they, gorilla. There was, it wasn't just kind of like... There was some real hatred in there. There's some real nasty shit going on there. So there you go. That, you got a three out of five. Yeah. Not bad. There was our mini feature, animal related. Um, back to the questions. Well, well, I need to compose yourself. Yeah, still my nerves <laughs> before we get back into that. That was very scary. All right. Um, anyway, Liam McFarlane. Hello, Liam McFarlane. He says, if you were an animal in the animals of Farthing Wood, <laughs> how would you meet your demise? Make it memorable. Oh man, I remember it being on the telly, but I remember very little about it. Well, I I looked up the deaths. Were there lots of deaths in it? Uh, mate, right, listen to this. Hell. Badger died of old age. Um, sad. Hedgehog got run over. Um, pheasant got shot. Um, the baby mice were impaled. What? Yeah, I remember that episode. I, I think a crow like drops them onto a tree with like thorns and then impales them. Um, a snake was choked to death by rats. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
We are YouTubing this. Aren't we? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember any and, of this. Um, the fox's son just dies in the last episode. So that's oh, like fuck. six of them. Six. There might even were be these, more. But were these even but these main characters like uh, uh, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure was George R R Martin secretly alive <laughs> for the animals of Farlingwood. Well, he wouldn't surprise me with that. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty grim. I remember. It, I remember watching that as a kid. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, God. horrendous. So, I mean, if you were an animal... <laughs> what, what sort of animals... Uh, well, there you go. What, what would you want to be? I mean, because it's set in England, isn't it? I guess I'm so, I'm pretty yeah. sure, so... Yeah. Well, if it's got foxes, then I assume so. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you could be... Uh, and badgers. Yeah, foxes and badgers, that type of thing. So, what would you be? You could be a mole. <laughs> Why a mole? I don't know. That's just the first thing that popped into my head. Uh... They've already got a pheasant, haven't they? There was a pheasant. There was yeah. a, what, an ex-pheasant. Yeah. I reckon uh, you'd be a mole, and the way you would die is you'd get you'd get frozen in the snow, and, nice. a, and a tiny mole tear would come out. As you, <laughs> like... <laughs> this is sick. Liam said make it memorable. Well, there we go. That's, uh, <laughs> I can't improve on that. <laughs> oh, that's grim. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that programme. I mean, it was a different time, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, actually, before like there was another quote. Martin Bird. Yeah. Um, he said uh, how fucking messed up was Watership Down as well. Oh fuck! Yes, loads. <laughs> yeah. Did, were you? Did, did someone in your family traumatize you with that? Yeah, of course. Age? Fucking hell! I mean, there was. I think there was. An, there was a bit in it where I think a seagull tells someone to piss off. As yeah, well. <laughs> I remember that actually. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. I mean, whether they're trying to like. Teach kids and that again, you know. You, you might remember in the original Transformers movie. This is a bit of a tangent, but okay. You, did you ever see the original one? No, like I the don't proper think so. tra- not that Michael Bay monstrosity, mm. but the actual one with no, I don't cartoon think I did. Transformers. There's a character in there. Actually, says bearing in mind, I think this had got a U certificate, and it was the Transformers, obviously. Yeah, yeah. One of the characters in the middle of the film actually goes, "Shit, what are we going to do now?" <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know why the hell that was in there. No, but I mean it is it is bizarre. It's just a different time though. I think Watership Down came out. I think the film was seventy something, seventy. Yeah, that, that, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, even now that film is bloody. You, you've seen, you've seen it, haven't you? I already asked you that. It's bloody horrific. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, there you go. Watership Down was 1978. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's just because it was a, this is a different time. Yeah. But yeah, I also found out that there was a. I looked up a list, right, of um, the top fifty things that freak people out. Okay. That's got to be in there. Right. Well, not specifically Watership Down, but in but what do you think came? But this is in between um, abandoned rocking chairs ah. and uh, mu- and uh, music boxes. What do, you, what do you think came in between that in the list at number 46? Is it something really random? No, it's related to Watch It Down. Ah. But it just surprised me slightly. Rabbits? Yeah. Really? Apparently 46th on the list of 50. Is it for that people reason? People are freaked out by rabbits. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe Donnie Darko had a part in it. Oh. <laughs> that could have been... Well, I guess, I guess the rocking chair comes from the woman in black, right? Well, yeah. Did I mean, have... to be fair, a, a, an abandoned rocking chair is slightly freaky. Anyway. It is, but have you, did you ever go to see the stage version of The Woman in No, Black? no. Go and see it, man. Fucked up. Scare the pants off you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Apparently. It's great. All right, well, yeah, so cheers for that, Martin, uh, bringing up Watch It Down, and cheers for Liam to bring up uh, the horrific nature of uh, nature. 
Yeah. Basically. <laughs> Red in tooth and claw, as they yeah. say. Um, okay, Rachel Keane. Hey, Rachel Keane. Um, she First just, time questioner, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, welcome. Welcome aboard. Um, she said, apparently some male dolphins like to penetrate other male dolphins in the blowhole. Discuss. Um, There's yeah. not really much to discuss there, is there? Yeah. Apart from I mean, what a bunch of perverts. <laughs> yeah. Well, Basically. yeah, I tried to I tried to get the research team onto this, but I mean... When we say the research team... <laughs> yeah, what... Who's in this team? No, you haven't. I don't think you've met them. Really? No. I mean, try me. I know a lot of people. No, you wouldn't know them. No. Don't okay. worry about it. But they're hard at work. I should meet them sometime. Every week. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll set that up. Um, um, they good. Would, yeah, I think... Um, well, I know, I mean, I, I, was, I was aware of this concept, but I probably heard of it first the same place you did, which was Ricky Gervais' yeah. thing on animals. Well, it's actually come up on a few other things as well, apparently, but uh, I don't know... I don't know if it's actually true or not. There was, I mean, a few a few things that I I saw, like were saying, you know, um, yeah, it may happen. But I mean, they they're dolphins' primary like source of air is through the blowhole. Yes. So yeah. if a if a dolphin That's penis a a <laughs> if a dolphin penis went in there entirely, then it's like, why are they choosing to cut off their like? Circulation or whatever. But I don't. Think they, I don't think they don't do it to their own one though. They do it to somebody else's. <laughs> no, I know. But like, yeah. well, you think they're just sneaking off on people on their on their male buddies and going, "Oh, this would be funny." I don't think it's they not do like it. a sexual I don't thing. Th- well, I don't think dolphins necessarily have a sense of humour about it. Or maybe they do. I don't. Would know. you? If what? someone came up behind you and fucked you in the back of the head, I wouldn't see the funny side. No. <laughs> Me neither. Um, but yeah, the thing is, I don't think this is like dolphins trying to be like aggressive or vindictive necessarily. I think it's just the no. fact. It, I don't think it's them trying to like say, "I don't like this other male dolphin. I'm going to teach him a lesson." <laughs> yeah, a, a lesson he'll not soon forget. No, um, it's more a case of I think I've, I mean I have heard it said before that like dolphins. Just anything that moves, basically. They'll just hump it. Yeah. All right. A- including human women, apparently, I've heard. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, that could be one of those weird urban myths mm. that you get on the internet. Uh, or it could be true. Yeah. But I don't know. So there you go. Like a dolphin impregnated a woman. Uh, well. And she gave birth to a half dolphin, half person. Yeah. Oh, a mermaid. <laughs> Why not? Why not? A merbaby. A merbaby. Um, yeah. Uh, there, well, Back there you go, it. Rachel. We've discussed it. And it's uh, bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, all right. George Grimwood. Hey, George. Um, hey, boss. Yeah, the hostess with the mostess. Um, or the host with the most. I don't know why I made him out to be a woman. Um, if Winnie the Pooh was real, which of the animals would actually coexist and survive? Okay, well, I've got to say, I think, bearing in mind... I've, have you ever been to the Ashdown Forest? No. Basically, it's not that far from here. It's maybe about 30, 30 miles tops away from here. Okay. So in the English countryside, basically. Yep. Very nice part of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, straight away, that would rule out kangaroo. Okay. I so cannot just... imagine how a pair of marsupials would survive in the English countryside. No, it just fair enough. wouldn't happen. Who else is there? So there's Eeyore. Donkey. Yeah, yeah. Eeyore, eat it on right there, probably. Well, they normally live in... I mean, I've never seen a donkey in the wild, though. They've always been no. in captivity, as far as I know. Yeah. Well, then you've got Piglet. Piglet, again, maybe... I mean, owl, I think, would probably do the best. Yeah, yeah Owl yeah, in the countryside, that owl, makes sense. And then you've got a bear and a, uh, a tiger. 
To, yeah, again, I don't think Tigger would do too well, would he? No. Well, I mean, if he'd need first a, he'd of all, a warmer if, climate. if Tigger was there, we're talking about coexisting, uh, he would straight away eat. He'd try and eat all of them, I think, wouldn't he? Well, who'd win? Well, would Winnie the Pooh? He's a bear, so would a Assuming bear full size. beat a tiger in a fight? Um, and you got the kangaroo as well. They're okay. pretty vicious. Yeah, I think I'd, I think Tigger would probably could probably take out. He'd take out a piglet, no problem. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and ass- Eeyore. And assuming he could catch rabbit, because yeah. rabbits, have you ever seen a rabbit at full pace? Oh, yeah. They move. Yeah, yeah. They seriously move. Yeah. Um, so... Well, I mean, it's gonna, you're going to be left, probably, with Tigger and Pooh. At the end of it. At the, at the end, end of this the blood bath. Blood bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This battle royale. So we're left with a bear and a tiger fighting it out. Um, that's a good question. That's quite a tricky one. The thing is, I don't think... Whoever survives the fight, I don't think... Oh, maybe we should the... refer to the Jungle Book. Mm, maybe. They have a fight in that, don't they? They do, but... Lou and Shere Khan. But they're both... They're, this is in the jungle, though. That's true, Do you get yeah. bears in the jungle, thinking about it? Well, yeah. Is that just some, some jungles, Is that I just think. some bullshit that Rudyard Kipling came out with? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. No, I'm pretty um, sure there's some jungles that have bears. Okay, fair enough. Well, assuming it was the right climate for them, how did it go <laughs> down in the Jungle Book? Uh, I'm well, pretty sure Shere Khan does fuck up Baloo quite bad, but yeah. not to the point where he's like dead. This is, but this is the Disney version of it. <laughs> yeah, if we were talking the Animal Farthing Wood version. Yeah, have you ever read <laughs> Baloo would be impaled on a <laughs> on a spike? Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Like I don't know, that, Shere Khan, and, be... and that's only if he's lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you ever have you ever actually read like the original Jungle Book? No, no. Because it, it's so different from the Disney version, mm. like massively so. Like you know how in the cartoon Baloo is basically portrayed as an amiable slacker basically <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he in, in the actual version he's basically uh, Mowgli's uh, teacher yeah and he's like a really strict teacher no oh, right and he, 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 teaches, he teaches him in the lore of the jungle and he mm. basically slaps him every time he gets something wrong <laughs> that's a bit if he, yeah if he doesn't remember one of his lessons properly he gets a slap <laughs> fair enough can you imagine Baloo the bear from the cartoon doing that no, no, while no. seeing the bear necessities <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't imagine it. Alright, we'll leave that there. Um, Obviously, it would be come down to Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Al would win, because Al could just sit on a branch and watch the whole thing go down and then fly off. (laughs) Or fly down and eat their carcasses. (laughs) Alright, fair enough. Um, Grim. Um, Okay, uh, what have we got next? Ben, nothing. Hey, Ben. Um, If you could bring any animal back from extinction, what would you choose? Um, well, we've got. Wasn't there? A, a, there was a rhino that was has been that's poached. Recent, into, yeah. That was two thousand eleven. Well, I think I think because that one's on humanity, really, isn't it? I've looked. I looked up some of these, and uh, a lot of them are down to humanity. Yeah. Uh, Saber tooth tiger. Um, that was partly to do with climate change and stuff, but also like was um, that pre-industrial man though? Well, no, no. The uh, the one there was dodo. That was man. Yes, that was humans. Um, yeah, West African black rhino. We that's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Um, woolly mammoth as well. You see, I think early humans. I give them a pass because it's not. Well, they're trying to survive. We don't need to necessarily... Exactly. We don't need to be killing rhinos. Yes, exactly. This is the thing. Early humans, there would have been a survival imperative to go around killing mammoths. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not necessarily looking... I guess we need to find out which which one of these animals 
if you had to choose one, deserves it most, deserves to come back. Well, deserves not to die. Yeah, I mean... Who, whose death of... was the most pointless? Whose extinction was the most pointless? Well, the rhino. I would say in recent times, it's got to be the rhino, right? The rhino, yeah. Let's bring the rhino the back. The rhino's then. back. Yeah. If only we could actually make that happen. Yeah. But yeah. Would the gonna... rhinos forgive us? Probably not. Probably not, no. Um, which brings me on to our next question. This is a serious one from Damian. Hey, Damien. Um, oh, yeah. If animals... Um, if animals kept humans in cages, mistreated us, tortured, killed and exploited us, would humans respect their choice to do so? Probably not. No. Basically. No. Like, we hear you, Damian. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's bullshit. We're going to um, carry on eating meat, though. Yeah. Because it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, again, like, you know... We are, in some respects, all animals eat each other, and we are an animal. It's just the, the it's just the you know the yeah, pointless. Yeah, but I mean, I think no animal, other animals do it on the sort of mechanized. No, no, scale exactly. That That's the we're, problem. We're capable of. Both. Yeah, no. I mean, would you judge me, for example, if I ran out, if I needed food, and there was none, and I ran out and like punched a cow? <laughs> punched a cow <laughs> to kill it. And then if, eat you, it. if you could actually punch a cow to death, <laughs> I'd actually be quite impressed, to be honest. Cause, uh, you know, I'm not going to punch a cow today because a properly motivated cow is a formidable opponent actually yeah no because you, you, you know about these people who go around cow tipping yeah yeah apparently people do actually get killed yeah because believe it or not cows yeah they normally look quite docile and yeah it's, it's where the expression bovine men, you know mm. the expression bovine mentality yeah I think I guess that's presumably where it comes from you just assume there's not really going on anything going no. on there believe it or not if you knock over a cow they tend to get a bit stroppy <laughs> well, yeah. if you were like, Fancy that. if you were asleep and yeah. someone come and pushed you out of bed, yeah, I'd, I'd, imagine I'd, I'd be, be furious. Yeah, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be chomping at the bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cheers, Darian. Um, Robert Honeyman. Hey, Robert Honeyman. What would happen if you put a chameleon in a room full of mirrors? Ooh. Guess what? I, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> the research team. Do you remember when this show used to be fun? <laughs> and we just make up bullshit. Alright, oh, go on then. Uh, what would a chameleon do in a room full of mirrors? Well, no, no, no need now, is there? Go well, on. no, go on. What no. would be... Well, you want to say something funny? Well, I, I can't. You've, you've, you've taken the wind from my sails. So. <laughs> well, alright, without the research, the first thing I would have guessed is nothing. Nothing. Okay. That's reasonable. That's what I would have guessed. Because I'm assuming they'd look at it and go... That's the fastest I've ever done that. I'm done. <laughs> uh, it's done. Like, do you know what I mean? But do do comedians do it consciously, or is it an entirely automatic thing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know whether it just. Ha- I think it's uh, like to do with. Well, it's not just camouflage, is it? It's to do with emotion and things oh, like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, do you want do you want to know what actually happened? Go on, tell me. Uh, apparently, male. I'm not sure. I, it didn't actually say what females would do. But he said a male would turn anywhere between yellow, orange, and red. Um, apparently, because when they'd think they were looking at another male, ah. so it would be like a territory thing and then whatever. So yeah, I don't know what females would do. I mean, they'd go. Uh, I don't know. What would a female chameleon do? I don't know. I'm not an well, expert. Well, come on. You don't have to be. Um... What would your educated guess be? They'd say, gosh, it's another chameleon. 
<laughs> oh yeah would that be it I don't know that might be the end of it right. or they might try and have a chat I suppose I don't know <laughs> how are you doing alright not too bad yourself <laughs> cool well yeah, you go. there you go uh, Robert uh, so who's next what have we got next uh, Scott Willis hey Scott Willis um, okay he said he bought a goldfish once um, that he said it was one of them ones that looked like a little hammerhead shark apparently and it had one eye and he said he bought it because he, he thought if it can survive with one eye then it must be pretty hard mm. like they said he came home to find it had died <laughs> so he wanted to know what's our most disappointing animal story mm. I, I do feel sorry for that fish yeah 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 Fish are probably like the most pathetic, aren't they? In what sense? You mean? I, I mean, ter- they just the, the least in terms of house animals. They're the least robust. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean? they do die with alarming regularity, don't they? <laughs> yeah. For a, sometimes apparently no like obvious reason. Yeah. Which is concerning. But yeah, do you have a disappointing animal story? Because <laughs> no. it's just the way Scott's like, oh, this animal really disappointed me. He, just, he had one eye. He should have been able to live for at least a day in this in my tank. And he didn't. Um, no, I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever been disappointed by an animal. No? No. <laughs> That's good. No, I'm sorry, Scott. I've literally got nothing. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I can't get, think of one. Get, get annoyed by the cats sometimes. and Yeah. And some of the bullshit they pull on me yeah like what like well you know bringing in dead birds or or bringing in live birds that's worse yeah that's a pain in the ass yes Um pooing where they're not supposed to mm. uh, I mean it's not I mean the thing is it's not really <laughs> it's like you look it's at it I'm not angry I'm just disappointed exactly you can't say to, <laughs> you can't say Bertie I'm not angry with you. I'm just disappointed, mate. Yeah. He wouldn't get it, would he? No. The only, I doubt it. the only salute, the only available course in that situation is just to make a lot of noise and whack yeah. him with a newspaper. Oh, you don't do that, do you? I well, what I do is I whack a space sort of about half a foot away from him because right. it makes quite a lot of noise. Basically, right. he's like, bloody hell, I'm out of here. <laughs> You're right, yeah. But you have to do it. Uh, you have to do it sort of when the crime is sort of still fresh if that makes sense oh god yeah well otherwise he, you, know, <laughs> he, he, you know cats they are a bit dim you have to sort of make it obvious that's why you're kicking off yeah basically fair enough um, alright there's uh, no more questions but I did, I did want to just say Joe Lord actually sent in um, a video of a <laughs> uh, a dolphin fucking with half of a fish carcass <laughs> Of course he did. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, that's the kind of stuff we're getting. Like, you know, that's the kind of response. When you ask people for animal questions, they're like, check this out. Yeah. Dolphin fucking half a fish. I mean... Yeah. I mean, dolphins, what is going on with them? Well, like I said, anything that moves. Well, like, or, or not. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, all right, well, yeah, that's that's basically it. I mean, if I've, I've we've probably missed some questions, but we did get a lot of questions this week. So uh, we've done um, we've done all the we've done. Uh, I think we've put in a good shift there. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Thank you to everyone for providing questions again. Um, yeah, uh, next week's topic, I believe, is. Oh, I can't remember. I'll post it. <laughs> You'll Jeez. see. It'll be a surprise. There you oh, go. Oh, good. A surprise. Was it, wasn't it money? 
Oh, it is. It's money. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Next week, we'll be talking about money. Wonga. For an hour. Gosh. <laughs> yes. Moolah. Um, so, yeah, start thinking of some questions to do with money. Right now, though, mm. it's time for our new ending feature. The replacement for Andrew's shit joke of the week. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you had. This is... Uh, well, I haven't got a name for it, but it's Andrew retelling one of Aesop's fables. So Fable music. Did you? You've got fable music. Well, you know that I have because you just heard it, didn't you? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Let, okay, that was fantastic fable music. Thanks, man. No, no worries. All right, so what fable are you going to be telling today? Uh, today, it's the fox and the crow. Oh wow! Which okay, is a lesson which I think we can all relate to. Oh yeah. Basically. All right. Well, yeah. Hit us with it. Let me hear. So, uh, once upon a time. They start the same as your jokes, then. You'll notice I'm choosing to ignore that. There you go. Once upon a time, there was a fox. Oh, funny. Funny that. Yeah, yeah. And a fox sort of strolling along Mm -hmm. one day, thinking to himself, well, a bit peckish. Haven't had a decent meal in about three weeks. Yeah. Just been surviving off scraps from the local bins. Yeah. There's no way for a magnificent beast such as I to live. Go on. Is it? No, no. Not really. No. <laughs> when you think about it. So there's a lot of, oh, no, good, uh, yeah. Getting a bit peckish now. Yeah. And uh, as luck would have it, mm. he's sort of strolling through the woods thinking this to himself. As luck would have it, he sees a crow. Yeah. And she's sort of flying around. Notices is uh, she's uh, carrying something fairly heavy. Right. Um, and it, lo and behold, it's a big old wheel of camembert. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> and the fox thinks to himself... How big's this crow? <laughs> fucking big. All right, go on. Uh, yep. A crow could lift a camembert, couldn't it? Probably could, I it don't is, know. It depends how big it gets, you know. You can get pretty big camemberts nowadays. Mm, that's true. Maybe we'd have to upgrade this bird a little bit. All right. Let's say or it's downgrade a, the cheese. Let, let, let's, say it's, let's say it's a horse-sized duck. <laughs> Just right. wandering along. Carrying a camembert. Carrying a camembert in its beak, which All is, right. you know, if, you're, if you've got a beak that big, then carrying yeah. a camembert. No, no problem. problem. No in fact, problem. you've got one. Actually, no, it's not even carrying a fucking camembert. Yo, the uh, cheddar run that they do <laughs> in the cheddar ch- goals. Yeah, yeah. Where they, they, chuck, down a hill. they chuck a giant wheel of cheese down the hill oh, he's, and watch he's everyone change it. Taste he's, it. He's stolen it and ruined it. But yeah, well, he, turn, he turned up at the uh, start line of the thing and people were a bit taken aback by a horse sized duck. Sure. And the duck just looked at them and said, You fucking run for this piece of cheese, I'm going to bite your head off. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Okay, man." So they went, "No, you couldn't, because your uh, beak is." Uh, well, these people aren't. These, these people are not uh, ornithologists from Cornell <laughs> University, you see, so they wouldn't have known that. All right, fair enough. Um, so, uh, so he sees this duck walking along, and uh, so it's basically got that big wheel of cheese in it, yeah, yeah. In, in its beak, and 
it climbs up its tree because because <laughs> it was supposed to be a crow because it was originally a crow <laughs> Jesus Christ gone and uh, you better up fucking pig's ear of this there's another pun what I say I wasn't the one who wanted to fuck with the format was I come on no there's a lesson in this folks as well as the one in the fable be careful what you wish for if I hear any complaints about this so help me yeah, yeah. Um, what am I talking about? A giant oh, yeah. duck <laughs> up a tree with a with a massive wheel of with cheddar. a massive wheel of cheddar. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. a fox at the bottom, absolutely terrified. No, no. The fox is thinking. I reckon I can sort of work this situation. Yeah, yeah. And so the fox uh, thinks, right? Well, I'm going to trick this uh, this duck here, <laughs> and uh, I can if 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 that wheel of cheese. Lands on the floor. That's possibly three times as large as me. I'll have no trouble carrying it off. Yeah, go on, go on. Um, so things right. <laughs> Duck's not moving at all. Just and not even like willing to just gobble up the cheese. It's just sort of sitting there with it in its beak. Yeah, it's just sort of sitting there, contemplating <laughs> life itself. Yeah. <laughs> And so for a while, the fox wonders to himself, "Is that is that actually is that duck actually like alive? Is it a living thing? Is it a modern art installation that some clever bastards put in the woods for no real reason?" Yeah, it sounds like the sort of thing Damien Hirst would do. Yeah, make find a massive duck in the wild, mm. put it in Araldite, and then put it in the woods for some reason. Right. Um, so she shouts, "Oi!" Tries to get their attention, it doesn't budge. So, okay, we're going to have to work a little bit harder for this one. Mm. Um, so the fox is like, well, what else? What else have we got in the locker? Let's have a rummage round here. Let's see what we've got. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, let's uh, let's try uh, let's try making up some bullshit. Yeah. Like, duck. There's a gigantic hummingbird. That's about to come along and eat your cheese. Right. The duck's like, I'm not falling for that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't born yesterday. Yeah. I mean, like, Clearly not. like birds that big yeah. exist. Well, if they, did, <laughs> if they did, it would take them probably a good 25 years to reach that size as well. Yeah. I would, I'd say anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the duck said, uh, no, the fox, sorry. Damn, that didn't work. Okay. Maybe I should try threats instead. And uh, says, right, if you don't drop that cheese right now, I'm going to come up there and fucking ruin your day. <laughs> How's this fox climbing a tree? And, oh. uh, and the, the duck just sort of... The duck almost <laughs> drops the cheese because it, it's trying not to laugh its ass off. Right, yeah. And then the fox is like, you know, I used to live in Bromley, just so you know. <laughs> Yeah, the duck doesn't budge. So eventually, the uh, the fox tries a new tactic. So, uh, mm. I know, I know, flattery. Yeah, That'll okay. do it. That'll yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, though, the fox was a sort of insufferable twat who doesn't understand that there's a difference between flattery and just yelling at people from across the street. So he shouts up at the duck and says, "All right, love." You want a bloke, not a joke. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After he's threatened her. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, I'd like to say, he's a Bromley boy. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. 
bunch of rapscallions all yeah. of them. Um, and uh, the duck, for whatever reason, just can't hold it anyway. So that's laughing its arse off. This the sheer stupidity of all this. Yeah. Uh, cheese falls all the way down. And uh, the fox is like, ha ha, fool you. That'll teach you, won't it? Yeah. The cheese is now mine. <laughs> yeah. By right of conquest. Yeah, yeah. And so he says to the duck, the duck's like, oh, this isn't fair. Yeah. And uh, the fox says, well, there's a lesson. I've taught you a valuable lesson here. And the duck says, you bollocks, you've nicked my cheese. <laughs> yeah. And the fox says, no, the lesson, if you, if you care to heed it, is uh, beware of flatterers. Well, the duck said, well, that's not the lesson, because that wasn't flattery. You just yelled at me. And the fox said, well, yeah, no, you definitely shouldn't pay attention to people who yell at you either. Yeah. OK. That was uh, Aesop's fable. I may have altered a few details. <laughs> yeah, you may have. All right, well, I, I, I just want to say straight away, I enjoyed that more than any joke Did you? you've told in the whole f- f- previous three seasons. Yeah. That was brilliant. Good. Well, I'm glad. So we'll, hopefully we get some good yeah, reaction yeah. for that, yeah, 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 and yeah. we'll do another one next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still not over it, you know. No, oh, come on. You'll grow to love the famous. Nah, nah, nah. I'm sure you will. Like, come on. Nah. Yeah, I didn't do anything for you. Well, it was all right, you know. Yeah. It didn't have the payoff at the end, though, really. I don't know what it did because you just—that was the whole point. You taught the—you taught a lesson. Yeah, but uh, you know. Also, another favour: you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. You could say. Yeah. So it's just two fables in one. Two uh, lessons. Yeah, two lessons in one. So basically, they're not, are they contradictory lessons or are they sort of complementary lessons? I guess so. Com- one I is like you can fool people by flattering them, <laughs> and the other lesson is don't be fooled by flattery. Yeah. They, I don't know. I mean, we've, I mean, we've, we've taught it. That we've, sounds like it dovetails, but I don't feel like it should. Yeah, I know. I mean, maybe we've just taught everyone nothing. Yeah, well, same as usual then. <laughs> yeah, and on that note... The sum, the sum total of learning <clears throat> for this episode has been nil. Yeah. All right, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way I like it. Yeah, good. Um, all right, well, that is it. Episode one, one and done. One and done. Fucking hell. All right, thanks you again for all the questions. I yeah. uh, hope you enjoyed. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about money. Stay... Oh, no, no, we're not doing no? that. No. Oh dear. We just say bye. Bye. See you later. Cheers.